Okay, hey guys, thank you. Welcome to day two in our series, It's In My Way. And today we're gonna talk from the topic, ignore, cast down, keep it moving. (laughs) And I love the last part of that, keep it moving. But actually, we're not talking to someone else. We're talking to ourselves. You got to be a believer. I'm a believer. I don't know about you, but I'm a believer in self-talk. David, David experienced that. He taught, he knew how to the skill of talking to himself. Oh, my soul, why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I will yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. You got to sometimes know how to talk to your soul. Tell your soul to get up. Tell your soul it's going to be all right. Okay, so let's talk about this lesson here today. As you step out to confront your Goliath, understand you will be confronted by you can't people and you can't thoughts. As you step out to confront that which is in your way, you will be confronted by, I I'm, I'm promise you this, and you probably already have experienced, sometimes, in many cases, we've already succumbed to it. You'll be confronted by critics. Those are you can't people and you can't thoughts. We have external, we have internal critics. I'm going to read really quickly. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 28 through 30. I just want you to hear um, David encounter as he's on his way to confront Goliath, his encounter with his brothers. Let me say that again. His encounter with his flesh and blood brothers, because sometimes your critics will be those of your own bloodline. And Jesus says a man's foes will be there of his own household. So don't be, you know, again, don't be confirmed. Don't be confused when you're confronted with critics in your own household uh, and sometimes they don't, don't forgive them they don't even know it <laughs> you got to learn how to forgive and see past the person and see the enemy behind the person or the enemy working in and through the person is not the person it's not them sometimes you got to just pray for folks father forgive them they don't even know what they're doing like Stephen said so here we go verse 28 Eliab his eldest brother heard when he spake unto the men, Eliab's anger was kindled. He's angry against David for no reason. And he said, why camest thou hither? Or basically, why are you, why are you here? You're, you're just here to be nosy. And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? Uh, I know thy pride. I find it very funny that people sometimes know me or know us better than we know ourselves. Which to me, I think is impossible. Uh, you know, you you want to be very careful when people tell you, I know you, I know what you're thinking. The Bible says we know no man. And but it also says that every man knows himself. We know every man by the spirit, but we don't know, we don't know what's going on in somebody's head. I thank God. <laughs> I don't know what my, my even what my wife sometimes is thinking. I can take a guess, but I'm so glad for the most part that thoughts are private. And did you not know? Let me free somebody right now because even the devil doesn't know what you're thinking. He can shoot fiery thoughts at you and see how you respond to it. And that tells and that tips him off to how you're thinking. But he doesn't know what you're thinking. Only the father has reserved that right. He said he knows our thoughts before they even come into our mind. So God and you know your thoughts. Okay, let's get that. Let's get that correct. I know thy pride in the naughtiness of thine heart. You have come down that thou mightest see the battle. Like you're only here just to be nosy. And David said, what have I done? Like many of us say, man, why is this happening? Why am I getting this criticism? Why am I experiencing this opposition? I'm trying to do something good, God. I'm trying to confront my Goliath. I'm trying to to do the right thing, God. Why are these bad things happening to me? Why am I losing this friend? Why has this person walked away, God? Don't be confused. Be confirmed. And David said, what have I done? And here's what I want us to understand. Here's how we we can learn something from David in this verse. And he turned from him to another. 
Don't sit there and incubate the criticism. Turn from it. I'm not talking about critique. Critique and criticism are two different things. We welcome critique. How can I get better? What am I doing wrong that you actually know the better way? Critique is done from a heart of love. Criticism is done from a heart of jealousy, envy, and evil. I accept and listen to me. You're going to be receive critique and you should your whole life. I love critique. Critique me. <laughs> My coach told me back in the day, he said, son, don't be uh, concerned when I'm speaking to you, when I'm critiquing you. Be concerned when I say nothing to you. Be concerned when I stop speaking, because at that point I have I have written you off. I have determined that he doesn't want to change. He doesn't want to grow. So again, understand the difference between critique and criticism. Some of you need to go back and apologize to that person because they were giving you critique out of love. They weren't criticizing you. It's just that you didn't like what they were saying. So again, we see that David turned away from the criticism and he kept moving forward. I'm going to stop there because the last part of our title was keep moving forward. Stop. We talked about this in our lesson last week. Stop starting and stopping. One of the things that God said to me to help keep me uh, moving forward is believing yourself. Now, let me correct. Let me give you the proper interpretation of that. Believe in what I put in you, son. Believe in my ability, not yours, to bring it to pass. The Bible says, trust in the Lord and he shall bring it to pass. Not you. <laughs> we get in trouble when we try to bring some things to pass. And that actually, we can try to make, bring some things to pass and they can come to pass and they will ruin our lives. There are some places that you can get to that you shouldn't even be in. Let me say this. There are some ways you can connive and you can do some things and you can you can butter up with certain people and get in some places that you should never be in. There are some people that failed that never would have fallen if they wouldn't have uh, put themselves where God didn't put them. Or if they would have waited for God to put them where he wanted them to in his own timing when they had the character to handle the promotion. So one thing we want to do is keep it moving. Our ammunition. What is my ammunition, Gabriel, to keep it moving? I believe that our ammunition is understanding and remembering that God is with us. Furthermore, remembering what God did what God did in biblical figures, what God has done in people that we have read about, and what God has done in your own life. Those little things, those little moments with God, that little time when, when you needed him to turn the heart of that interviewer in your best interest because you didn't know where your next meal was coming from and he blessed you with that job, that little thing. Those little things prepare us and give us confidence to attack and, and address and confront the bigger things. Remember the little things with God for they prepare us for the big things that God wants to do in and through our lives. So when we talk about believing in ourselves, we're referring to us believing in what God put in us. And I want to tell you, stop waiting for somebody to believe in you. It's good that we have other people that support us and that believe in us. But you have almighty God who knows you and who believes in what he put in you, who is for you. Stop waiting for a, a people, a group of people to be for you and to encourage you. The Bible says David could find no one to encourage him. He with what? He encouraged himself. And I want to say, if you wait for the phone call sometimes, sometimes the phone call does not come. Sometimes you don't bump into that person who has a word of encouragement for you. You must learn. You must become skillful at learning the art of encouraging yourself. Believe in what God put in you. One of the things I've learned about God as we wrap up, and as we, we learn to accept critique, 
but turn away from our critics is we want to never turn down an assignment from God. One thing I've learned, big or small, sometimes God will give us little assignments to see how we act, how we react, how we respond to that little assignment. Are you too good to accept that little assignment? One of the keys to promotion with God, actually the key, is a humble heart before him. Humility, the Bible says, before honor. So are you willing to step down? Are you willing to serve? And just for a a, a tidbit, we never take off the servant's robe. We never take the apron off. We are forever, as we live on this planet, servants. I don't care if you become the richest person in the United States or across the world, the richest person in your country. I don't. You're still a servant. You're here to serve the intentions and the will of God. You're here to serve your fellow man, to allow God to work in and through you to make life better for somebody else, to teach somebody else, to impact somebody else. There is somebody he wants to feed and guess what? He wants to feed them through you. There is somebody he wants to teach and he wants to teach them through you. There is somebody he wants that's fallen down. He wants to help them up. And guess what? He wants to help them up through you. Assignments put pressure and cause the release of our God-given potential. It causes us to recognize some things that we never knew we could do. Assignments put pressure on our potential and cause the release of that potential. So if you keep running from the assignment, you'll never experience the release of the potential. You'll never find out, wow, okay, you know, I know you know God is for you. I know you believe that, but God wants you to know that you know that you know that he is for you. So David knew that God was for him. He knew that God had a plan for him. He knew that God, but after he defeated Goliath through God, well, let me rephrase it. After God defeated Goliath through him, he for sure knew that God. So, so those experiences lead to greater experience, which causes us to have a greater degree of confidence and, and faith in God. So I know I've said a lot in this episode. I pray that you have gotten this, these two things from it. Accept critique, turn away from criticism, keep it moving. Accept critique, turn away from criticism, keep it moving. And hey, that's all we have for today. I pray that God spoke to you. Um, chew the meat, spit out the bones. There might be some bones in there. Chew the meat, spit out the bones and, and, and meditate on whatever it is that God said to you. As always, This cannot substitute for your own personal relationship with God. It's very important that you take time out every day to spend in the face of God. Until tomorrow, I'm Gabriel McKnight. Remember, it's your time, so don't waste time. Hey guys, this podcast was recorded by Tone Crafters at the Safe House Studio located in Houston, Texas. Be sure to visit their website at www.tonecrafters.com. Also, guys, I'm going to ask you to share this video, like the video, leave us some comments on how we can get better, but definitely share this with as many people as you can that need to hear these videos. Uh, Again, I'm excited about what God is doing. I pray that it's ministering to you. Uh, Have a great week. We will talk tomorrow. Until then, remember, it's your time, so don't waste time.